and gentlemen, it's me, Daniel K. Hi, welcome to the Daniel K's Let's Plays Podcast Project. It's time for another episode of um, Warlock of Firetop Mountain. Fucking hell, I guess, why not? You know? Sure, let's get into it, shall we? Uh, Alright. So, in the last episode, we just defeated a whole bunch of skeleton warriors. We were in, like, a weird boathouse uh, on the banks of an underground river. Uh, we're, we're exploring this, um, this mountain, the inside of a mountain dungeon. It's full of goblins. Across the river, I paid the ferryman three bucks and he took me across the river. I could have gone to the right. I looked through a keyhole, there were skeletons. You know, you all remember this. You remember the last episode of War- Warlock of Firetop Mountain? You remember back to July 7th, 2018? I shouldn't. That's gratuitous. Maybe I'll do that. I'll, I'll retake that. You remember July 7th, 2018, don't you? The last episode of Warlock of Firetop Mountain? Well, here we are again. And so we walked down the river. Um, we looked into a, a, a weird house or something. Uh, no, we, we went through a door in the side of a, a mossy cliff. That's it. A, a mossy rock wall of the cave where the, where the river runs through. And then clunk. Gosh darn it. Oh, we've been struck in the head by a walking corpse. And him and his team of friends. Ooh, they knock us out. And then they wait for us to wake up. They're just, they're just standing around us, lying on the ground. And they're like, oh, we really got him, didn't we, guys? Here we gosh darn did, Ted. You got him right on the noggin. And he's out for the count. Oh, that was a nice one. Oh, I wonder how long it's going to take him to, to come to. Oh, what should we do with him when he wakes up? What should we do, Philip? Philip? Oh, I don't know, Ted. Maybe we'll... We'll fucking get him with our swords and shit. Oh, it sounds good. Oh, I think he's coming. I think he's waking up now. Oh, let's get him, guys. Ah! Smash, smash, smash. Parry, block. Tinkle, tinkle. Dice roll, dice roll. And now they're all dead. Dead, dead. And I... Um... Shit, what was my character's name? Let's look it up. Fred Wood, the accomplished swordsman, the confident but morally level hero exploring the dungeon, making good sound decisions, but also uh, imbibed with a sense of self-confidence and his swordsmanship abilities, exploring the dungeon. All right, so we killed killed all the walking corpses. You're up to date? Good, let's do it. The poor wretches lying dead at your feet almost look happy to be relieved of the burden of life. But as you look down at them, you sense that you're not the only one who knows of their deaths. You feel lucky to have survived against so many foes. You gain two luck points. Groovy! Looking around the room, there are a few things that you could investigate. Ooh, Fred Wood, he does like investigating. Look more closely at the weapons lying around. Turn to page 95. Examine the dead body in the northeast corner. I, I, rem- I remember the, the cool illustration featured an enigmatic-looking corpse leaning in a joint, jo- jaunty angle. It's back against uh, a wall in the corner of this scary room where I defeated all the other corpses. And I was like, what's up with that corpse? Kind of leaning in the corner. Maybe it's not a walking corpse. Maybe it's just a leaning corpse. The leaning corpse of Warlock of Firetop Mountain. So I could examine that interesting dead body in the northeast corner by turning to page 313, or I could look in the barrels in the room. 
Let's look at the barrels. Let's do the most boring thing. Let's choose the most dull option. Yes, sir. Click. The barrels contain a clear brown liquid. Yes, sniff it. <laughs> Smells like rum. You taste it. It is rum. Boy, that's a weird coincidence. Not going to tell you why. See if you can figure it out for yourselves. You cup your hands and pour some in and take a swig. You gasp. <gasps> good golly, it's good. <laughs> you restore six points of stamina and one luck. Oh, what are we currently on? Stamina, 22 out of 22. Skill, 12 out of 12. Luck, 10 out of 10. Oh, Fred Wood, you glowing champion of a man, sir. Down at the bottom of this dark dungeon. Ooh, these grimy walls are lit by your radiant perfection, Fred Wood. You are absolutely full of statistics. Turn to page 81. A noise startles you, prompting you to leave the room quickly. Ah, fuck it. I missed out on investigating the weapons, but I sure did drink a bunch of rum. In the game, you walk you you walk up to investigate the north door. What north door? Am I back out of the spooky boathouse? I hope not. Oh, I want to go investigate that corpse. Turn to page 205. I might have just missed the opportunity. If so, shit, that sucks. The door opens and you find yourself in a dark crypt of some kind. Yeah, I've missed the opportunity of investigating the corpse. Maybe I did that out of order, or maybe it was a choice of three perks that I could have gotten. Perk one, drink a rum, you get your stats. Perk two, find a cool sword, swing it around. Perk three, the corpse is alive, he stabs you in the guts. Bad luck. So I think I'm going to pretend that that's the reality, that that's actually how it is. And that I actually got pretty lucky. Although a sword would have been good. But, you know. Okay, the door opens and you find yourself in a dark crypt of some kind. The room is very large. At one end is an altar and various... Coffins are strewn about the room. Ah, coffins. Why did I have to be coffins? There's a door behind you in the south wall, and also one in the west wall. Okay, cool. The left wall. If you want to investigate the room further, turn to page 254. If the place gives you the creeps, you can leave via the west door. 380. God damn it! No, why did we drink all that rum for if we aren't going to get killed by a vampire immediately? Let's investigate further. Ooh, long loading. The silence is deathly. A slow drip startles you as you creep around the coffins. The altar is ornately carved and studded with jewels. Beautifully woven drapes hang from the walls, although they are threadbare in places. There are three coffins in the room. A creaking noise makes you whirl around and the light from your lantern falls on the largest coffin. It is opening. As you watch, a tall man with a white face sits upright. His eyes open and fall on you. Ah, shit, get these fucking eyes off me. Oh, mate, get your eyes back in. Your eyes have fallen on me. <laughs> oh, no, there's gunk on my legs from your eyes. You know, he gets... Yeah, okay. Um, his expression changes from one of tranquility to one of abject hate. His mouth opens and a terrifying hiss comes from his throat. His teeth are wolf-like and he beckons you to come over. Well, all right then. Do you approach as he wishes? Turn to 352. Draw your sword and prepare to fight. Turn to 333. Reach into your bag for another means of attack. 
Um, what have I got in my bag? What is the game? Okay. We've got a potion of invisibility. Maybe I want to use a potion of invisibility. Provisions, potion of skill, sword, leather armor, crescent shield. What was the crescent shield? Um, oh, the bow with silver arrow. That said, to those who can't sleep, send them to sleep or something. The case opens easily, and inside you find a magnificent bow and one silver arrow. An inscription on the case says, The giver of sleep who, uh, to those who never can. What doesn't sleep? Like, I don't know what. A vampire? I mean, honestly, I kind of want to approach. But that's just me speaking. That's not what Fred would want. He wants the... He doesn't want to get killed by a corpse. So, right, let's reach into the bag, and I think the game is, is saying, Hey... Do you have a, a magical bow that you picked up? And I'm going to say, yes, game, I do. Click. The creature fa you're facing is a vampire. You have a few offensive options. Your sword will do little real damage here. A silver crucifix will hold it at bay, but will, no but will not kill it. If you have a crucifix, you may use it to escape through the west door. If you're determined to kill the vampire, you must overpower it and then drive a wooden stake through its heart. If you have a wooden stake and wish to try and kill the vampire, turn to page 17. I do not. It's crossed out. I can't I can't do it. If you have a silver crucifix and wish to escape through the west door, turn to 380. If you have none of those things, draw your sword. Ah, shit, listeners, we fucking have done it now. We're going to get killed by a vampire unless my swordsmanship skills can really carry me through this apparently probably pretty difficult fight that we're about to have. Turn to page 333. As you swing your sword at the creature, it reaches out and it catches the blade in its hand. Your weapon is almost ineffective against the considerable strength of the creature. You realize this and you panic, but you must fight on. Click fight. It's got 10 stamina and 10 skill. Fight! Oh shit, reroll those numbers. Okay, cool, that's better. 19 versus 16. Oh jeez, it's down to 8 stamina, but um, I, I, yeah, I hit the vampire. I gotta do this considerably more times, and I need to roll better than it. 20 versus 17. I hit the vampire, it's down to six. Oh, okay, I think my swordsmanship skills are actually good enough for this vampire. Yeah, that's fine. Those numbers are fine. 20 versus 17. It's down to four. Oh, okay. Oh, the poor vampire. Gonna reroll those numbers quickly. Cool. 20 versus 17 again. I hit the vampire, it's down to two health. Oh, the poor vampire. I feel bad about it. One more. One more hit, please. Oop. Quickly re-roll them. Ah, oh, shit, I'm stuck with that. Oh, that's bad numbers. 16 versus 18, my first hit. Oh, but my crescent skill, my crescent shield. You roll less than six, failing the block with the crescent shield. You take two damage. Ah, shit. Down to 20 stamina. Oh, well. Let's get it with a sword again. Okay, this has done it in. Bang, 19 v 14. I hit the vampire, and it's dead. I am triumphant. Excellent. Cool. If you defeat the vampire, turn to 327. Cool, 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 cool. Well, that was scary, but not as bad as I thought. Oh, what a large, big old bunch of text. Hang on. Man, it's real hot here in the country I live in. Oh, take my t-shirt off. There, that's better. Now I'm less hot, but more embarrassed. Um, oop, come back, screen. 
No. There we are. The body on the floor turns visibly older and in front. Yeah. The body on the floor turns visibly older in front of your eyes. The face looks fifty and then ninety and then well over a hundred years old. The skin rots and the eyes decompose as you watch. Oh, thank God those eyes are off me now. You notice a movement coming from the creature's chest. Ah, jeez! As the remnants of the vampire vampire decay, a small black face breaks through its chest. It resembles a small black shrew, but as it frees itself and unfurls its wings, you realise it is a bat. You lunge at it, but it flaps away into the darkness. Well, you receive three luck for defeating the vampire. You search the whole chamber quickly, remembering there are several other coffins there, and find 30 gold pieces. You also discover a book and a Y-shaped stick. You take these items, but only if you leave behind one item of equipment you are already carrying. If you wish to choose an item to leave behind, or I can leave through the west door. Okay, let me leave an item behind. I'm sure I'm carrying some surplus stuff around. Come on, game. Sorry. The screen. Uh, there we are. Leave an item. You shuffle around the items in your backpack, trying to decide what you discard. Which item will you leave behind? Silky black glove, potion of invisibility, bow with silver arrow, or provisions. Let's get rid of our invisibility potion. I don't need that, do I? You've discarded your item. You add the Y-shaped stick and the book to your pack and leave through the west door. You are in a narrow east-west corridor. Wait, let me look at my book. I just got a book and I'm not allowed to read it? Fred, would sit down and read the book, please? I can see a crossroads ahead. You go on to the crossroads. Turn to page 37. Standing at the crossroads, you may go either north, turn to page 366, or west. Soggy. Wheat bigs. So I can go straight or turn left. Or south. This is... A, wow, what a, Yeah, of course, it's a crossroads. There are three options. Plus the way back, which I'm not allowed to go down. So, northwest or south? Wow. Well, west turns to page 11. That's a pretty low number. I reckon Kid Dan, if he was playing this book in real life with the pages in his hands instead of touching his telephone... Oh, by the way, hi, how's it going? Yeah, I'm, I'm playing this game on my phone. I'm playing the um, Warlock of Firetop Mountain uh, Fighting Fantasy Game Book app, which you can download on your phones too. And I recommend it. It's pretty cool. If you like interactive fiction, then yeah, you know what this is. It's a choose-your-own-adventure book with dice rolls and fights and items and potions. Yeah, just like a D&D game, only without a dungeon master who punishes you all the time. Um, uh, yeah. So, cool. While I'm at it, shall I explain why I stopped playing this game back in 2018? The reason is, I got a new phone. Yeah. Um, and so I lost, because my old phone broke, um, I lost my progress in this game. And so I was like, well, you know, I was pretty far into the game, I don't want to... I don't want to start from scratch. You know, I got two pretty good episodes in this series of this Fredwood game. And so what I ended up doing in the in the end is uh, I went and carried out a plan that I had planned on doing uh, since I got the new phone. 
and that was I opened up this app and I re-rolled a character just again and again and again until I had exactly the same stats as Fred Wood did in my when I when I recorded the other episodes of this of this series a couple of years ago. And then when I had exactly the same stats, I played through the game, listening to my podcast, making exactly the same decisions. And now here we are. Now we have Fred Wood, exactly the same stats, in exactly the same place where I left off, playing the game that I haven't played for a year and a half. Cool. Lucky you guys. You can, you can, you can, yeah, get back into this series that everybody loved, right? You all love this series. It's a pretty good one, I thought. Anyway, alright, northwest or south? Yeah, let's go west. Turn to page 11. That's what young Dan would have done, because it's early on in the book. Although, maybe if it's something bad, I would have already seen the image. Oh, look at this! Speaking of images, there's an image here. Oh! Oh, I shouldn't have gotten rid of my potion of invisibility, I don't think. The image that I'm seeing in front of me is a beautifully rendered passageway in a cave, but, like, um, a tunnel is being dug by invisible entities. It's just a bunch of picks, hammers, shovels, scoops, axes, a lantern, a trowel, all being uh, floating around in the air like two tickies invisible shrews are digging a tunnel here. You follow the passage though. Let's, let's get on with the reading the description to understand the context of what I'm seeing. You follow the passage westwards until it turns around a corner to the south. So we picks and then South. Okay. Just before the bend is a signpost which reads, Under construction. In front of you is the beginning of a stairway leading downwards. Only three steps have been built so far. A number of shovels, picks, and other tools are lying on the ground by the steps. But as you turn the corner, they suddenly flurry into action and begin working on the steps. (gasps) You're now watching various tools digging and hammering as if being handled by invisible workers. A humming chant becomes louder and you recognize it as Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. As you stand watching, you start to chuckle. The scene is quite amusing. You sit and watch and even manage to chat to some of the magical tools. Oh, okay, cool. While you relax, you gain two stamina points and one skill point. Hey, that's my stamina back from the vampire fight. The dwarves gave me my, my health back, which I lost by being attacked by a vampire, which I handily beat. When you're finished, you turn back to the passageway and the crossroads. Fantastic! Now I can either go northwards or southwards. So 366 or 250. Oh, what a good choice, Kid Dan. Thanks, little buddy. Good on you, you little freak. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Um, yeah. Well, we've all grown as people, haven't we? Um, northwards or southwards? North or south? 366 or 250? Oh, 250 is a good... That's, that feels like a, a pillar of a number or a plateau. It has a good, like, stepped flatness to it. 250. Mmm. It's like a short, tall ziggurat. I'm imagining the number in my mind personified or shape-sonified. Yeah, 250. I'm sold. 366 can go... Piss up a rope for all I care. <laughs> I'm all about 250. Jesus. Okay. Um, where did that come from? You're in a short passageway which comes to a dead and several meters ahead of you. Ah. Oh, I can't read. 
You are in a short passageway which comes to a dead end several metres ahead of you. You study the rock face carefully, but there appears to be no way through. You return to the crossroads. This time, continue straight ahead northwards. Turn to page 366. Okay, fine. Whatever. You're following a passageway which leads ahead to the north. After several metres, it bends sharply to the east. You continue eastwards until you eventually come across a narrow opening in the north wall. You may go through this opening. Turn to page 89. Or you can continue eastwards. Get me in that opening, please. I'm jumping right in the opening. I've put my head in the opening and now I've put all my arms in in the opening. What happens to me? What happens to me, book? What's got me? You climb through the opening and you find yourself at the top of a narrow staircase leading downwards. Ah, okay. Cautiously, you descend the stairs. This sounds good. Turn to 286. The narrow staircase is cut into the rocks and there are about 20 steps leading down. At the bottom of the steps is a a passageway leads into a large open chamber. The chamber stinks of putrefying flesh. The smell's so bad that you're tempted to turn back. Three bodies lie in the chamber. You may either search the bodies or tiptoe quietly through the room. What will you do? Search the first body, search the second body, search the third body, tiptoe through the room. Okay, this is another one of those choices where when I make a choice, a thing will happen, and I probably won't be able to do the other choices unless I choose, like, I get get the lucky choice first. Um, just like in the skeleton room with the jaunty corpse. You remember jaunty corpse? God damn, what was that corpse's deal? Was it going to come alive, or was it full of secrets? Just a corpse stuffed full of secrets. We'll never know now, because I made the wrong decision and drunk a bunch of rum in the game. Alright, search the first body. The second body. I'm going to be real basic and search the first body. Yeah. Click. Done. Hey, five gold pieces in the pockets of the corpse, and I gain one luck. Now I can either search the second body or search the third body. Fuck this second body. Let's do the third body. That one is a suspicious body. As you search the body, you try to avoid looking at the terrible face. Grey and decomposing. Maggots crawl from its nose and mouth. You jump back, startled when its eyes suddenly flick open. Just in time, you avoid a vicious slash from its long, sharp fingernails. It quickly springs to its feet and it eyes you with a sadistic leer spreading across its mouth. Ugh, yuck. Imagine leering with a bunch of maggots in your mouth. That would be unpleasant. Very sympathetic to this corpse. Turn to 230. The creature now standing before you is a semi-decayed man. Oh, that's that's a turn of phrase, isn't it? His his quick eyes dart from side to side, watching you. His long tongue flashes out with a hissing noise. His teeth and nails are sharp, and he doesn't seem to be afraid of your weapon. He is a ghoul. You must fight. He has the ability to paralyze and kill you if he scores four separate wounds on you during this battle, so beware. Fuck him, I can do it. I killed that vampire, I can kill a ghoul. You know what I always say, listeners? If you can kill a vampire, that's right, you can kill a ghoul. Alright, seven stamina, eight skill. Fight! I must fight. No, those are bad numbers. Okay, cool, those are better numbers. Uh, 21 versus 18. Yeah, down to five stamina. Okay, a quick little pause, a little aside to you, listeners. Let me put the phone over here so you can't hear the music. Shh, shh don't listen. Um, the... So, 
the way this game works, just in case you need a f- refresher, just in case you haven't gone back and listened to the other three preparatory episodes before embarking on this one, which is silly. You should listen to the other ones first. Even if you've already listened, go back and listen. I really need the numbers. Um, yeah, so the way this game works is it uh, lets me roll uh, two dice, and the enemy rolls two dice, and then it adds my skill modifier and the enemy's skill modifier, and whoever gets the highest number uh, does a, does some damage to the other player. But uh, this, this app gives me the option to kind of uh, bang the table when I roll the dice. So if I can see it's about to land on some bad numbers, a couple of snake eyes, maybe some a two and a one, or a three and a two, or something I don't like the look of, or if, uh, conversely, the enemy gets a six and a six, or a five and a five, or a five and a six, or a four and a six, well then I can bang on the table very quickly. Uh, I think it lets me do it uh, twice, before it's just, I get no more re-rolls. And then the, the dice kind of jingle a little bit and they'll like flop over to a couple other numbers so there's a little bit of skill involved there's a little bit of cheating involved but hey um cheating is just it's in the spirit of these choose your own adventure games books isn't it so let's get back to the fight in which i just scored a hit against the ghoul uh cool 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 i hit the ghoul let's do it again Oh, bad numbers. Oh, one and a one. There we are. Five and a five versus it's six and a two. Well, that adds up to me having a 22 and it having a 16, taking into account our skill modifiers. And now it's down to three stamina. Two more hits will end the life of this ghoul. Oh, a four and a four versus a five and a two. Minus the five and the two. That leads us to 19 and 16. Oh, one more hit will definitely end this ghoul's life. Oh, shit, a six and a five on its part. Changes to snake eyes when I bang the table. Giving me a 19 and it a 10, and now the ghoul is dead. Excellent. The creature now stands. Oh, here we are. If you defeat him, turn to page 390. The ghoul twitches and dies at your feet. You search its body and you find little of interest. A couple of earrings worth one gold piece between them are in one of its pockets. You take these and you add two luck points for killing the ghoul. You stop to rest if you wish. You may eat provisions. What's my stamina? Hey, how you doing, Fredwood? Hey, 22 out of 22. Still my shining golden boy of the dungeons. A perfect paragon of health. Look at your face. Ah. Yup. Oh, boy. Um, now you may either pass on northwards or search the second body. Let's do it! Loot, loot, loot the, loot the corpse, please, Fredwood. You search the pockets of the other body and you find eight gold pieces, a bottle of liquid and an old piece of parchment. You may take these items. Read the parchment, 212. The parchment is well-worn and almost illegible. It's a map of some sort, headed the Maze of Zagor. You can make little sense of it, although a room at the north is marked Ger, G-E-R, and another to the east is marked Simple, S-M space P space L-E. Oh, okay, the Ger, it's like dot 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 Ger, so it's missing a letter, and I bet that letter is O. I bet the letter is Ogre. So, there's a room in the north with an Ogre in it, and then the room, another to the east is marked... S M space P space L E. Sm. Smap. 
Smapdal. Smop. Quill. Smup. Smupdal. Smap. Smip. Smip. Smep. Smeffle. If it was a PH. Oh. I don't know. But I'm de definitely going to go with Smeple instead of Ogre if I get the chance. You fold the map and put it in your pocket. Okay, remember that, listeners. If I'm ever in the maze of Zagor, I don't want the North Room. I want the East Room. Unless I am given a quest to find an Ogre in this, this game book, for whatever reason I might want to use an Ogre for. And then I'll head to the, the North Room. And not the East Room, because I don't want Smeple. All right. If you have not yet tested the liquid and wish to do so... Yeah, fuck it. Stick it in your mouth, Fredwood. You swallow some of the liquid. Turn to page 109. I can't believe I just did that in this dungeon. The liquid is smooth and watery. Oh, yuck. And as you drink it, you begin to glow. You feel euphoric and drunk at the same time. Your confidence grows and your weariness disappears. The bottle contains holy water, blessed by the over-priest of Kynleshma. It has restored your stamina and skill to full strength. You also gain four luck points for making such a lucky find. Otherwise, you may leave the room northwards. Turn to page 120. Done. Uh, you leave the chamber, and you walk down a short passage and reach a staircase going up. You climb the stairs, and you arrive at the top of the passage. Turn to page 197. At the top of the stairs, the passage turns sharply to the east. As you pause to get your bearings, you hear a creaking in the rock behind you. You spin around in time to see a heavy portcullis drop to seal off the passageway behind you. <gasps> your only way now is forward. You can either press on forward or check the walls for secret passages. Well, would the game give me this option if there weren't secret passages? What am I going to find? Am I going to find a trap which shoots me right through the hand with a spear? Leaving me crippled, halving my uh, skill points and stamina? Let's find out by checking the walls. You find no secret passages. Well, it could have been worse. However, your explorations attract some sort of creature, and as you listen, you can hear something coming down the corridor towards you. You turn to find out what sort of wandering monster you have come across. Turn to page 161. It's punishing me for looking at the walls like it gave me the option to do. Oh, no. Your tappings and scrapings at the rock face as you search for secret doors and passageways resound through the dungeon corridors and various creatures roam freely through the underworld and your noises have just attracted the attention of one of the following monsters. Roll a die. If I roll a one, a two, a three, a four, a five, or a six. So there's six possible monsters I have to face, listeners. Okay. Let's do it. Let's roll the die. Six! I rolled a six. Is that good or bad? I can take it. Whatever it is, I can take it. I rolled a six. Angry grunting echoes up the corridor as a tall creature with large, large club-like club arms bumbles towards you. It is a troll. You must fight. Fight the troll. Fight the troll. Stamina four, skill eight. That's fine. Not as bad. Not as bad as the vampire was. So this should be done in just a second. In fact, it's done right now. Ta-da! You're triumphant. Excellent. Cool! If you defeat the troll, you may press on. Alright, fuck you too, game. That was unnecessary. 
You're in an east-west corridor. If you go east, you'll turn a corner northwards. Go this way or go west. Should we go north or west? Uh, no. Let's turn the corner. Or go west? Well, what's west? Turn to 60. Oh, that's a lower number. I like the lower numbers. Why am I attracted to lower numbers? Turn to 60. Surely, like, the end of the game... Will the end of this book be in, like, the middle of the book, or will it be right at the end page? The end page is going to be something really boring. Like, numerically speaking, the last page in this particular book could be something like, you go down the passage, go to page 33. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm a kid, and I just skipped to the very end page of the book, and now I'm disappointed. So I guess the, the ending of this book is hidden somewhere in the middle of the book. That's my guess. Let's go to 60. I trust my kid intuition. You walk along the corridor, only to find that the way westwards is blocked by a heavy portcullis, so you walk back to where you were. <laughs> Great. Well, now I'm in an east-west corridor, and I'll turn a corner northwards, so let's, let's, let's go this way, 391. Cool. You're at the south end of a north-south corridor. Looking northwards, you can see a passage coming off from the east wall. Boy, this is... I don't understand these directions anymore. Do I want to go up the passage? Check for secret passages as I walk, or go south following the bend that heads west? Well, let's go up the passage, 52. I'm standing at a T-junction where a passage to the east comes off a north-south corridor. Go south, check for secret passages, go north, check for secret passages northwards, or go east. Am I in the maze, maze of Zargoth or whatever it was? I'm just going to hammer buttons. Am I supposed to look? Let's start looking for secret passages. 362. You try to sweep the walls of the passageway. A secret door opens amongst the west on the west wall. I got a secret door. 177. I lucked out, listeners. Oh, come on, game. Stop it. It's fidgeting around. I should really disable my phone's screen turn option. Okay. Wait, what? You are standing in a north-south passage. Go to the north. It's to the north, you can see a passage off to the east. So I've, I've taken the secret door, and it's just taken me to another boring set of corridors intersecting. To the south, the passage turns westwards. Oh, God, this is tedious. The west In the west, a wall in front of you has a secret door. Investigate the north passage. No, go through the secret door in the west. Obviously go through the secret door. You're standing in a narrow corridor. Behind you is a secret door to the east. Ahead of you is a crossroads. Walk to the crossroads. All right. I'm supposed to be... Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. You now stand at a crossroads. Go north, 312. Go south, 246. Go west, turn to 79. Go east, turn to 349. Jesus Christ. I should have been drawing a map as I go. And I can't end the episode. I want to end the episode now. It's been long enough. Uh, where do I go? Go north. Just keep going north. You follow a long, narrow passageway, which goes north, and then west, and then north again, and eventually you find yourself at a crossroads. Um, turn north, 54. Why not? I'm standing outside a door at the north end of a north-south passage. To go south, turn to 308. Wait, if I am in the maze, then I don't want to go north, do I? Is it north that I don't want to go to? Because there was an ogre in the north. 
shit, am I gonna listen? Oh fuck, I just gotta pause the recording and listen back to listen? what I just said. Oh, fuck, I just gotta pause the recording and listen back to what I just said. Hey, I've just done that thing. Yeah, I don't want the north room, I want the east room, because I think there's an ogre in the north room. So, I've been going north all this time like an idiot. Let's go, standing outside the door at the north end of a north-south passage, go south, 308. Take me back. Take me back to that weird option. You are standing outside a door at the north end of a north-south passage. To go south, turn to 308. Cool. You're standing at a crossroads. Just head... It was east, wasn't it? Turn east, 354. You're standing at a bend in the passage where you can go either west or south. Let's go south. If you want to check for secret passages. No, take me south. I'm at a T-junction where a passage to the east comes off a north-south corridor. Go... East. This is exactly like the the um. Hey, listeners, do you love Final Fantasy VIII like I do? Yeah, you know the dungeon where you get the brothers summon. Um, the brothers. Is it summons? What do they call them? What do they call them in Final Fantasy VIII? What do they call the summons? Girlfriends. Uh, the the guardian forces, the GFs. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, where you get the brothers. You know that dungeon? And it's like, hey, um, there's no map in this dungeon. You have to keep track of your left turn, right turn, left turn, right turn bullshit. And then if you spend the time to really concentrate on on uh, where you're going, then you get the you get some cool extra stuff in that dungeon. Man, I'm into Final Fantasy VIII. I like it a lot. Alright, I'm standing in the middle of an east-west corridor. Next cool thing that happens in this book game that I'm playing, I'm ending the episode after it. Just a heads up. So keep your eyes out for something cool happening. Because that's when I'm getting off this this episode train, okay? I hope you're all with me on that. I'm standing in the middle of an east-west corridor. So the east is a dead end. To the west, a familiar junction and another passageway. Quite a short one. Heads off to the north and ends in a large wooden door. To investigate the dead end. Let's investigate the dead end. You head towards the dead end, but cannot see anything out of the ordinary. Ah, damn it. Check the dead end for secret passages. You still find no secret passageways, but you can see a creature-like shape coming down the corridor. Turn to 161, roll a goddamn die, have a goddamn fight. Three. I rolled a three. What's this I'm fighting now? A short, devilish creature with large, flapping ears and pointed teeth charges towards you. This monster is a gremlin. You must fight. Cool. Let's get it done. Oh, it's nothing. Stamina 4, skill 6. Fight. The fight is done. Ta-da! Okay. Go back along the corridor. Okay, so do I I have to turn south and then east? What? You're standing in the middle of an east-west corridor. To the east is a dead end. To the west, a familiar junction. Uh, leads off to the north. Uh, what is this? To the east is a dead end. To the west, a familiar junction. And then another passageway. Quite a short one. Which leads off to the north. And ends in a large wooden door. Is that the ogre door? Let's go west and then go south. Even though it's familiar. Uh, go south. 391. You're at the south end of a north-south corridor. Looking northwards, you can see a passage coming off from the east wall. Okay, let's take this. Uh, Page 52, I've seen before. Standing at a T-junction where a passage to the east comes off a north-south corridor. Yeah, I've done this one before. 
Have an eye. 291. Oh, damn it. Let's go south again. Can I go south further? Down to 48. You're now in an east-west corridor. If you go east, you'll turn a corner northwards. Oh, we're back here. Okay, let's turn that corner northwards. Damn this map. Damn this maze. Now at the south end of a north-south corridor, looking northwards, you can see a passage coming off from the east. I know this passage very well. Is there anything going west? No. Let's go out the passage and check for secret passages on the way. Standing in a T-junction where a passage to the east comes off a north-south corridor. This is so confusing. Go east and look for secret passages? Okay, let's just try the north door. Get me in the north door. I give up. I'm going to the north door where the ogre lives. Let me get killed by an ogre and that can be the end of the episode. Ah, not an ogre. Okay. I'm wrong. I must not be in the maze. This isn't an ogre. I'm looking at a picture of four craggly old gentlemen with long beards, smoking pipes around a table and gambling and drinking. The door opens and you find yourself in a small smoke-filled room. Sitting in the room around a wooden table are four tiny men. Little gnomes, I guess. Each about one meter tall, but all are apparently fully mature. With weathered skin and long bushy beards. They're cruising, laughing and joking as they play a card game. Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. They're not cruising. They're cursing, laughing and joking as they play a card game. They're not cruising. Each one is leaning back on his tiny chair, puffing a long clay pipe. And on the table are a number of copper coins and four mugs of ale. As you walk in, their merriment stops. And they're on their guard. But they don't appear too dangerous. One stands up and makes some comments about your lack of manners. Not knocking before you came in. And the others nod their agreement. Do you chat to them and try to befriend them? Apologise, bow and leave the room? Offer to join their game? Or draw your sword and go for the leader? Let's join their game, shall we? Do I befriend them or join their game? I don't want to gamble. I don't like gambling. Let's... 131. Chat and befriend them. You chat about various things, and they seem eager to be friendly. Hey! They feel lonely in the dungeon with so much evil about, and they're happy to speak to visitors of a lawful disposition. Well, that's me, Fredwood. They tell you that you're in the maze of Zagor. The only way out is to go deeper into the dungeon. They tell you that the way through the maze is to leave the room, turn right, right, left, keep going straight, then they begin to get a bit vague. They're not, in sure, they're not entirely sure this is correct. Eventually you thank him and you leave the room. Ah, oh, it! You're standing in the middle of an east-west corridor again. I can't try the door. I wasn't even paying attention to what they told me to do. Ah, fuck it. Alright, let's just go hammer Investigate dead end? No, I've already done that. Head west. Turn to 52. Go south. I don't care. I'm doing this. You're at the south end of a north-south passage. Looking northwards. Uh, secret passages. You try the walls of the passage. A secret door opens up along the west wall. Turn to page 177. Cool. I'm standing in a north-south passage now. And to the north, you can see a passage to the east. To the south, the passage turns westwards. And the west wall in the front of you is a secret door. To investigate the north passage that heads east, turn 52. I know that number already. Head south. Let's do the secret door, 175. I've already done this. Narrow corridor. Behind you is the secret door to the east. Ahead of you is the crossroads. God damn it. I've already found this door. This maze sucks. 
Walk to the crossroads. North, south, west, east. East is... Have I already been east? Let's go west this time, I guess. I guess we'll go west this time. The passage ends in front of you with a dead end. Search the passage. Do it. No secret passages. Have a fight. Oh, shit. That wasn't have a fight. Something has happened that I skipped because I thought it was have a fight. You're standing at the bend in a passage where you may go either west or south. Never eat so... Check for secret passage on the way westwards. So I don't want to go south. That's down to 52. Go west, 308. I want to go westwards. Turn to page 14 and search for um, secret passages. No signs of any secret passages, but you suddenly hear footsteps. Yeah, here's the fight. Roll the die. Have a fight. Cut to the end of the fight. Ah! There, done. Excellent. It was a troll. Turn to page 117. Get me out of this damn piece of shit. You're in an east-west passageway. Go east, 354. Go west, 308. Let's go east. Standing at the bend in the passage where you may go either either west or south. I don't want to go... Uh, go west. You're standing at a crossroad. To the west, the passageway goes on a few meters and turns northwards. I've been here before. To the north, the passageway ends at a door. To the east, the passage continues and eventually turns southwards. Looking south, the passage goes on as far as you can see. Take me... Take me south. Follow along massive... Go southeast, then south again until you eventually find yourself at a crossroads. Can I go east from here? 349, I've been there before. West, 74, I've been there before. 79. Go south, 240. This sucks so much! Oh, here we are! Something different! I've gone south or something. I set off down along a cobbled passageway. It swings west and then south and then west again until you find yourself in a three-way junction. Go north. Um, 329. Go west. Turn 180. Or go back east. Turn... Go back east. I don't want to go back. So either north or west. Let's do 180. I haven't seen 180 yet. Passage goes west and then south. Finally, you come to a stop at a dead end. Return, head north, investigate the dead end. Let's investigate. You poke around looking for signs of secret doors, but you find none. You pause to ponder your situation, and then a small jet of gas hisses from the ceiling. You cough and choke and clear your lungs, but then collapse to your knees. Your head spins and you flop to the floor unconscious. When you come to, you look around in an unfamiliar place. Turn to page... Goddamn four. Holy moly, listeners. Yeah, that's right. I'm putting a bookmark in the book right now. Place a bookmark. We're at least out of the dungeon. Out of the maze dungeon. And I'm calling it into the episode. The episode is ending right now. Do you want to know what happens next? Yeah, damn right you do. Come back next episode and enjoy some more Wizards of Firetop Mountain. Goodbye, everyone. See you later.